0: I'm Aaron Schlein, and I'm here to help you turn your love of travel into a thriving business and a dream life. This is Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Yo-ho out there in podcast land, Aaron here, and you have landed on Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. This is day number six of a 10-day launch extravaganza. I've got a fantastic guest coming your way in just a minute. If you're joining me for the very first time, though, I want to take just a quick moment to share what's in store for you here at Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. If you're passionate about travel and you want to use that passion to create a profitable business, then this podcast is for you. When you subscribe to Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs, I'm going to introduce you to some of the travel world's most successful entrepreneurs who know just what it takes to turn wanderlust into a profitable business. In these very special launch episodes, you're going to listen in as I chat with several individuals who have each made the decision to try and create a business around their love of travel. These individuals are diverse in their experience and in their expertise, ranging from full-time bloggers to upstart tour operators, all the way to people with zero business experience who are looking to take that first step toward their dream life. I've chosen to feature these individuals during the launch of Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs because these are the types of people this podcast is here to serve. And I want you to hear their stories first. One thing my first guests all have in common besides their passion for travel is that they are all attending TravelCon, a conference that helps people learn the skills to develop a profitable and sustainable career in the travel industry. The inaugural TravelCon event happens September 20th through the 22nd, 2018 in Austin, Texas. Today on Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs, we are joined by Trang Pham Win and Trang is joining us from Los Angeles, California, in the United States of America. You can find Trang's blog at travelwithtrang.com. Com. and Trang describes herself as a curious kid from Virginia, turned budget traveler, turned full time worker, and of course she now lives in Los Angeles. And her blog features stories about budget travel, travel tips, and solo female travel. Trang, welcome, welcome to Dramatic Travels, entrepreneurs.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, it's certainly certainly my pleasure. Thanks so much. Before we go into your business and of course your blog, just take a moment, real quick, and tell us how travel has impacted your life?
1: Oh, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Um, Well, you know, there's a lot of things you always see in the media. And, you know, what you see is what you believe, right? It's a lot, uh, a lot of times we don't want to admit that. Um, So again, back when I was much younger, I I just saw what was on the news and internet. And um, I think we a lot of us lived um, in that A moment of uh, just fear. And also, I grew up in an Asian household. So, you know, we definitely, uh, they valued just having a secure job. Um, And so, culture and and upbringing played a part of that. And, you know, just getting the, it was very stereotypical Asian parents, you know, get straight A's, you know, do really well in school and whatnot. So, um, I think that was also difficult too, to just break away from that because that's what I just grew up knowing. But when I actually got out there and um, going at it by myself, I realized the world's not scary. Um, Everything. I used to take journalism in college too, and they say, you know, you got, you need stories. If it bleeds, then it leads. So, you know, to make money for the news, you have to find sensational topics to talk about. Um, You can't talk about the reality of what's really out there because people would be bored by it. So, um, you know, when you travel or anyone travels, they'll tell you that it's not as scary. You can go out alone. Um, And people are actually um, have helped me on the road a couple times. And I think that also changes your mind about people from different cultures. So I think when you travel, you get a realistic point of view about the world and the countries that you go to compared to what people say and what you hear.
0: One thing I say all the time is that there are kind people in every single corner of this world and I encourage you to go out there, meet them. Uh, it's, just, it's just a wonderful um, wonderful place and yeah, like it's the world just is not as scary as we're led to believe. And you said, what you see is what you believe and I immediately thought, well, if you want to change what you believe, then you mm-hmm. got to change what you see and it sounds like you've done that so far in your travels and plenty more to come, of course. Uh, so Trang, we're talking business here. This is Dramatic Travels Entrepreneur. So tell me, Tell me your plans to take your love of travel to that next level and create that business around it, starting with your blog.
1: Yeah. So um, right now, obviously, I've been in about one year in. And um, the thing about blogging that everyone needs to know is that it is definitely the opposite of an overnight success. It's kind of like college. You have to work for a couple years in order to actually see any progress. Uh, And so the first year is just learning, just learning how blogging works, how websites work work and everything and just marketing um i follow nomadic matt and i also take the blogging course from him uh and he it's really true when he says it's 80 percent marketing and 20 percent of your writing because you know i'm writing out all these blogs uh these blog posts but people won't come to your website so you have to find different strategies different marketing tactics um besides social media because that's the first thing we think of oh well just blasted on Facebook but um that won't draw people into your website and so I think the first year you're it's a lot of struggling cuz you're trying to figure out what works um and at the same time I am also holding that full time job so um I that's why I'm really happy for this conference coming up TravelCon by Nomadic Matt um which is for professionals but um that have been in it for a couple years already but also for it's great for new people like me where I am trying to take it up to the next level and still trying to figure out what I'm missing or what I'm doing wrong or where what areas I can improve.
0: Trang, what was your how would you describe your biggest weakness as a blogger on day one? And what is your biggest weakness now?
1: Uh, I, I think I still have the same weakness, actually. It's in my impatience. it's <laughs> um, it's it, it's really hard because um, you see a lot of people that and you forget that they've been doing it for a couple of years and you see they already have 10,000 followers or even more. And you realize, like, why am I still stuck at 300 followers, you know? And you have to remind yourself that this is something that takes a long time and you have to keep going at it every day. Because realistically, there are so many weeks where I just don't feel like writing. Like, this is something I'm like, why do I even bother blogging? you know, and, um, once in a blue moon or once in a while, maybe someone will comment on my blog and say, like, um, I even had someone write to me, like, thank you. You've been very inspirational on this piece for me and helped me a lot. And I think sometimes I actually look back on that as motivation because you realize you're actually really actually impacting someone else's life. And, um, so I think that's the momentum is actually really the hardest part. Um, and again, I'm still my first year. So, um, just trying to, hard not to compare yourself to other people who are already successful, who have already put in so many years in. So I think that's um, it. I've heard, you know, the first few years are going to be tough because you're, there's no guidelines on steps on step one. You need to do this step two, three. It's not as structured. It's very uh, loose and messy. And that's something that I have to just learn and accept as I keep going.
0: Well, and early on, especially it's this series of little wins, whether it's getting new Instagram followers or getting someone to comment on, on your blog post. Tell me about Mm -hmm. some of these little wins that you've had, that you've enjoyed that have gotten you through those tough times that have, when you, maybe you just wanted to hang it up and that you were able to power through due to some little successes. Tell me about those.
1: Oh yeah. So, um, I think the first one was when, uh, one tactic is to do uh, guest posting. So, you know, you kind of pitch to, let's say, Thought Catalog, or Huffington Post, or Washington Post, or, you know, LA Times, um, or even like magazines like Travel and Leisure magazines, and you kind of pitch them what you can write about, and or you even send them a piece that you've written uh, for them. And A lot of times you don't get a response back, you know, and finally I actually got a response on Thought Catalog um, about, you know, five ways, you know, that travel changes you. And when they responded and they said, oh, great, we're going to post it. That, that was definitely like a huge win for me. I felt inside, like to me, I'm sure on Thought Catalog, um, it's just another post for them. But, you know, I just realized someone actually likes my work, that it's worthy enough to publish, you know, and then it also, it's. You feel more established because you're like, oh, I was featured in Thought Catalog now, and um, that was definitely a big win, I think, for me. And that kind of made me go like, okay, I can do
0: this. <laughs> can then, you point again, to? Yeah. Sorry, let me break yeah. in here. Is there something yeah. specific you can point to in that particular experience with Thought Catalog that 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 got that created that success? Was it something specific about that post, or in the way that you proposed or created your proposal or engaged them? Or was mm-hmm. it just um, a numbers game and you, you got lucky? How, what do you think?
1: So actually, for um, when you want to guest post, you, there's usually a contribution uh, page that they have and they give you guidelines. So it's always like, um, sometimes it's a pitch, like give us a paragraph about what you want to talk about, or it's just write a piece and send it to us. Um, and then if we approve it, we'll let you know. If we don't say anything, then we don't care for the piece. You know, and for a thought catalog, you submit a whole entire piece and um, it was something i was just already working on ways that travel changes you because it's something that i think is very relevant to all of us. Just trying so to get really into the
0: tactic that, though. I- just sorry breaking in again just looking at the tactics yeah. though. Was there any sp- particular tactic or anything that was particularly special about that content that you think was was the difference? I'm trying to get tactical here for folks out there listening who are maybe still mm-hmm. haven't gotten that first guest post yet or saying what's something specific i can do whether it's in my pitch or in my content to to get that first guest post.
1: Right. So um, when it comes to, so I'll just use Thought catalogs example, when you, you kind of have to research a bit and look at their posts, you know, their style. Um, some of it, for example, if you go to the points guy, it's very tactical, it talks about points, methods, and credit cards, right? So whereas Thought catalog, it's more um, inspirational posts. It's not a lot of um, step-by-step guides really. So you kind of want to go off on that. I could have done five ways to travel plan, but that's not their target, um, topics that they talk about, you know, and their audiences, um, you can tell they're kind of like millennials or Gen Zs. So you want to, based on that, you want to write towards and gear it towards that type of audience. And so you kind of have to craft your piece in a way where it, you know, there's different words you would use, or again, this is like an inspirational post, So you wouldn't use as like hard, harsh words. Um, or just like tactical words, it's more of like, you know, how it has impacted your life and how you are a new person because of that. So um, you do have to research a bit and kind of sift through like a couple of their articles that they have on there just to get the feel for their audience and also the feel for what they're willing to post on their website.
0: Yeah, lots of great, great takeaways. I appreciate you diving into the weeds there a bit. Talking about the strategy, you touched on this mm-hmm. early, just you know, thinking, planning out whether it's trying to increase your social media engagement or trying to get that blog, that, that first guest post. There is an absolute strategy that goes into, into all each and every one of those activities and virtually every activity when you're growing a blog or any sort of personal platform, being tactical, being strategic and thoughtful. It's not just. Throwing up blog posts with no that don't serve a particular need. You, you're very strategic in your thinking and your planning, and I hope that's exactly. a, a takeaway that our audience gets today. You know, really thinking about what your goals are and the specific strategy and tactics that are going to get you there. So, thinking a little bit ahead, Trang, with your blog, what are your goals, say, for the next year, one to two years, with your with travel with Trang?
1: I would say, well, at first with the conference coming up to network, because um, one thing I'm starting to learn now is you're only as successful as you network, especially when it comes to travel blogging, you know, Um, and to just not stick yourself around with just travel people, uh, you know, for me, like, for example, because I'm doing solo female, I could be doing um, about female health and talking about that and going to network with other people like that, because obviously when you're around other travel people, they start to write similar things as you do, you know, and you kind of want to push or pass your boundaries and say, for example, if you go to a conference for um, people who like to stay healthy, but you're the only travel person there, then they would maybe want you to guest post on how you can be healthy on the road because you're the only travel connection they have. So. Um, I think expanding my network and boundaries and um, trying to grow my blog and the uh, subscription of readers that I have I think that's really tough at the moment right now, but again, um, from what I've learned that in the beginning it's uh, it's hard to just get started but once you get rolling then you just keep growing and growing. but you have to be consistent. you can't just wait for it to land in your lap. you have to keep writing, you have to keep marketing um, and just it's kind of like similar to working out. you can't just Work out once a year, you have to work out every week, no matter how tired you are
0: and you, you have know. to and you have to break through those plateaus when you hit them yeah you shared another another great very helpful concept talking about the guests posting in blogs outside of your niche but with being able to provide the um, the content and the value with the, from the perspective of a traveler sorry I'm getting a little fumbling over my words here, but you oh, talked yeah, about right. but you talked about you know, sharing, guest posting on a health travel site. And I love that idea. And I think you can just take that same concept and apply it around to different things. You know, looking at, if you're in a room full of travel bloggers who all write about a similar thing, that's very... You know, highly competitive, and as far as you know, getting a guest post on a site like that. But then you can move over from like the red, bloody waters there to use that the, the blue ocean metaphor over to the, the bluer ocean of you know a health space. We say, hey, I'd like to write a guest post from the perspective of a solo female traveler as it relates to health on the road. Suddenly. You become very, very interesting because you're coming from an, an outsider's perspective that can add some unique and interesting angle and provide value to their readers, as opposed to just net, you know trying to just network and guest post with other travel bloggers. Great, great concepts there to be thinking of for anyone out there, regardless of what type of content you create or the platform you created on. Think about ways to add value to those you know outside your niche or even in a completely different niche or industry. It's it's really. There's a lot of opportunities out there if you're willing to think just a little bit outside the box. So let's talk about specific struggles, specific struggles you're looking to address by attending TravelCon this September in Austin.
1: Oh yeah, I think um definitely just growing my subscribers. I think I'm that is the biggest issue I have at the moment. Um you know i have posted you know obviously on my social media and everything and doing pinterest and you know try, i had to learn how to do pinterest actually this past year cuz i've never done it so but i it's just i'm definitely at a plateau right now and it's just the beginning so i'm i you know i'm struggling to think like is this how it's going to be all the time or is it just the fact that i'm a small blogger right now and no one knows me but once they do then I don't have to focus so hard on the growth and I can focus more on content. You know, it's just a lot of it's a lot of like I'm I'm stuck and I don't know what to do, you know. You know when you have like a hard math exam and there's a problem you're just stuck on how to go about it um and you just you definitely need someone's help to show you the way and I'm definitely hoping that other people at TravelCon who went through the experience before can be like, "Oh, you know what? Try this. I've tried when I hit this roadblock, I tried this and it helped." Or try doing this, you know, being able to show different Ways on how they may around this obstacle.
0: So, if you could, you know, wave a magic wand and and TravelCon (laughs) being that magic wand, you could wave a magic wand and make one struggle go away tomorrow in your in your journey. What would it be?
1: Mm, I'd say more traffic to my site, more which would bring more subscribers. Yeah, that's that'd be an awesome problem. Abracadabra could solve.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, just backing up just a little bit. We're, we're almost done here, but I wanted to ask you, so solo female travel, it's a, it's a I don't want to say saturated because that's not true. I, I, don't, I don't believe it is saturated, but there are a lot of solo female bloggers out there and there the ones who do well set themselves apart in some way. How do you think you trying or setting yourself apart uh, to, to your potential readers? Why would someone come to your site for solo female travel advice?
1: Yeah. So, um, I was thinking about this, uh, this past year as well, because, you know, when you create your blog, you have to figure out how do I want to stand away from the crowd? You know, what makes me different from all the other pretty gorgeous Instagramming girls on, you know, solo female travelers that you see. Um, and one thing I really noticed is the travel industry, um, or travel influencers, travel media, it is saturated with a lot of Caucasian people. That is a lot, the demographics wise, you know, and I am Asian, I'm Vietnamese. Um, like in my twenties. And I come from a different culture where, you know, I can say probably a lot of ethnic cultures, parents don't support traveling. And that's something that, um, you know, people don't seem to write about a lot. Um, and I think that because of my upbringing, I bring a different perspective, but also just being represented, you know, um, a lot of times you see, you know, all these travel media personalities, but you can't relate to them because they don't look like you. They didn't go and grow up. Like you, and um, you know, some so now, like in Hollywood, you also see in movies that you know, you see more, it's they're trying to get more representation because people feel like they can relate to that person. So, I think the fact that I come from a different back, background, but also in my blogging, I do like to write about the reality of it, um, of the struggles. Um, I haven't written some of the posts yet, but they're in the works, just like what it's like growing up in an Asian culture, or also what it's like traveling on the road. It's not glamorous at all. It's great, but there are days, you know, where, you know, you're just tired and burnt out and you're like thinking to yourself, do I want to do this or not anymore? Do I still want to travel or did I, it's just, it's a phase I went through and I'm done with it. And a lot of people don't write about that. But a lot of people always write about, um, just the positive parts of travel. So I do like touching on, um, like the reality of it and, uh, yeah.
0: Well, I love that. And I love that you're embracing your differences, the things that set you apart from these other bloggers. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great mindset to have, you know, and find as many different ways that you can be different, you know, and still being true to yourself, of course, and then uh, just use that to your advantage. And you're going to not just attract readers, but you're going to attract True fans, people who love you, people who don't just want to read about solo female travel—they want to Mm -hmm. follow travel with Trang, and that's where that's their go-to site for solo female travel because they love you, they love your message, and the fact that you're willing to just lay it all out there. One of my favorite posts from Nomadic Matt is the post he wrote about—I don't remember the name off the top of my head—but it was like the harsh realities of long-term travel, something to that effect, where he gets into how hard it is to Mm -hmm. have a relationship, and those things are kind of there's some darkness there, but it's so real that it's the, those, yep. that's the kind of content I think that resonates with people. And you, uh, you clearly get that. So I, I love yeah. hearing that from you uh, before we say goodbye real quick. Is there any speaker or presenter in particular that you're looking forward to hearing from at TravelCon?
1: Uh, I think Anika, um, she's African American, um, a female traveler as well. Uh, I don't know if she's solo, but cause she, I see her with her in, uh, husband at Instagram, but, um, It's just nice because, you know, I do look at the panels and I do notice like she's one of the few ethnic people on there. So I'm looking forward to see her perspective on things and what she has to talk about. And she does talk about diversity in the travel world as well. So um, and she's also the keynote, one of the keynotes. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Good. Well, I hope you get a chance to, to meet her and learn as much as you possibly can. It's been a huge pleasure, Trang. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes. And uh, with your permission, of course, I'd love to check in with you again after TravelCon. We'll do a full follow-up episode, see what you learned, and learn about your plans for the future.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great.
0: All right. Trang Pham Nguyen joining us from Los Angeles, California. Long- I live in that state. You'd think I'd be able to say it. Los Angeles, California. <laughs> of course, you can check out Trang at Travel with. Trang.com. Have a great one, Trang. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you in Austin. Great. Thanks, Aaron. Yes, indeed. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dramatic Travels Entrepreneurs. Remember, your dream life begins at DramaticTravels.com slash E. That's E for entrepreneurs. DramaticTravels.com slash E. Aaron Shrine signing off. I will see you later.